welcome back to another episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography, and I'm super excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So this week's episode is a little different. We're going to talk about um, how to handle a client who wants to keep their photos off of social media. I received this question from one of my Facebook users, and I thought it was a great topic, and I made um, an IGTV about it, and I wanted to bring it over to the podcast for the people that don't follow me on Instagram, which you should, but if you don't, I thought um, it would be great to talk about it here because it's a really good topic. So if you are interested in how I would handle it, you can just keep on listening to the episode. And before we begin, if you like today's show, I would love for you to leave me a comment on whichever platform you're listening on. This will help new listeners find us, and I would really appreciate your kind words. Be sure to visit us at www.twjanae.com to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. So grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Okay, you guys, so you're back, you made it through, and we're going to talk about how to handle clients who want to keep their photos off of social media. And this is such a great topic because if you're new to the wedding industry, you might not know how to handle this. And it's taken me a while to figure out what the right questions to ask and how to navigate, you know, client expectations and how to be very transparent with my future couple. So let's, let me um, tell you how this happened and then um, what would be my advice and what is my advice to the people listening? So I got a question in the Facebook group from one of my followers and fans um, and she DM'd me um, privately and she said, you know, I have a client, they want to book me for their service, for their wedding, but they're giving me a hard time about using their images online. And I don't know what to do. And I thought, oh gosh, yeah, I've been there. Um, And, you know, I asked her, did she, you know, why did they want their photos kept offline? And she didn't know. She hadn't asked them. So I said, okay, well, here's what I'm going to tell you that I would do. And I think that's really going to help you guys listening. So the first thing you have to do is ask why. You know, I find that it's best to be direct and ask them exactly why they want to keep their photos offline. You know, do they not want their names mentioned? Do they not, you know, are they worried that you might use their last names? Do they work in a field that requires them to be completely off of social media? You know, I know a lot of therapists, um, for example, don't want their clients to find them online because, you know, they don't want to be harassed or found um, or I guess sort of seem like they have a life outside of their work and it's clinical trials and stuff like that. So I get that and I I understand why that, you know, can be important. So, you know, I mean, maybe they're a celebrity. Who knows? You know, I've, I've shot, a, you know, weddings where celebrities were there um, and maybe they, uh, maybe you're lucky enough to get a full celebrity um, bride and she's going to sell her photos to InStyle magazine or something like that. So, you know, asking why they're worried about their privacy or, you know, what they're concerned with is really going to help you tailor your response. You know, are there children involved? You know, I've shot weddings um, that are second weddings or, you know, they have a lot of kids there and they're concerned that they're going to be online and, you know, there's creepers with kids. So, you know, I totally get that. I'm a mom. 
So I want to know, you know, what is their why? What is their concern? And then once they tell me what it is, then I can address it, right? So that's really the first thing is they got, you have to ask why. So I know um, this might sound kind of silly, <laughs> but after you find out their why, you need to sort of explain why you need to show your work online. You need to tell them, you know, these sort of simple, obvious things that they might not be thinking about. So, you know, it might come off a little silly, but, you know, they probably found you online somewhere, right? I mean, unless they're a direct word of mouth referral or they're coming from a vendor, you know, I'm sure they looked on Google or Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook or they saw you from a friend. Um, maybe you advertise um, or have some vendor listings. Like, they probably found you somewhere, right? And I'm sure before they even contacted you, they went to your website. So you kind of have to show your work, right? <laughs> it's sort of so silly, but you know, as a photographer, your art is your work, um, is your photographs, and you need to be able to display them online um, to get new clients. So once a client you know, puts that sort of hindrance on you that they don't want you to share their images online, well, that, can, that stops you from getting new clients, getting new weddings at the venue that you like, getting potential, you know, new jobs or collaborations and so forth. So you need to explain to them that in order for you to showcase your photography work, you have to showcase it, you know, where you deem that it's a good fit because you want to book the next client. You know, that's how it works. So, you know, if you aren't able to show your work online, you know, how are you going to show that one, you're a wedding photographer, right? If you don't have any weddings to show, then what are you doing? Or two, that you've worked at a specific venue. You know, I know it's very important for clients who reach out to me. They usually ask, you know, have you worked at this venue before? Now, that shouldn't be a make or break for working at a venue because if you're a good photographer, you can shoot anywhere. But it does help the bride get an idea and a vision that you've been there before. So that's really important. And then also, you know, showcasing your work, showcase that you have the style that your client is looking for, that you are a match. Um, so being able to showcase these things freely online is really, you know, going to be important to you and to your business. So you have to explain to your potential couple that in order for you to maintain your business and continue to be in business, um, you need to share and publish your work appropriately. So how do we do that? You know, how do we, how do we do this appropriately and make them feel comfortable, comfortable and confident in you and your services? Well, my top, you know, my third tip is to compromise. Um, once you found out what is their why? Why are they hesitant to show their photos online? And why? And then you've explained why you need to share your work. Now you guys can come up with a compromise that makes both sides happy. So after this break, I'm going to show, share with you how I make compromises. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're back after that little break. So the third thing we're talking about is compromising. So once you found out their why, you've explained your need to share your work, now you guys can work out a compromise that makes both sides happy. So here are the things that I've done in the past that I think are good compromises for you. So I tell my couples that one, I can share their wedding on my website, blog, and social media, but I won't use any of their names. I will only use their initials. And just a side note, I never ever use last names. It's first names only. I think that's the right thing to do. I mean, everything is searchable. They should have some anonymity online. Um, and first names are more than enough. I mean, sometimes I've even done bride and groom because people didn't want their initials. They were like that paranoid. So, you know, I mean, you could just say him and her or he and he or she and he or, uh, you know, bride and bride, whatever you want to say, um, you can do it that way so that if somebody puts in their name, they're not going to find them, right? So the point is, is that one, they're not searchable on Google, which is, you know, what people are concerned with. The, the next thing I say is that I'll, I'll make a compromise where I say, I can only share images that have been pre-approved by my couple. So I will send them my favorite images for them to review in a PDF, and the client has up to five business days to get back to me with any objections or omissions. They can, if they have anything that they want me to take out, I then can resubmit a substitution for any images that they want to remove. Right, So this way, they know which ones are my favorite images, they know which ones I want to use in my blog post or put on my website, or the ones I want to share um, on my Instagram, and so they have a clear picture of what I'm actually thinking is going to make a great post. So the, you know, the condition is, is that if I don't hear back from them within five business days, I will assume that everything's okay, there are no objections, and I can share as I like. So I very, you know, um, I put that in the contract if there, it's supposed to be in the contract or it's very clearly stated in the email and that works great. So someone, some people who are a little nervous to be online, which usually changes after they've received their images because they're really excited and they love them. But if they're a little nervous, at least they know that they have approval and that, you know, if they deny anything, I can resubmit, sort of get their approval on other images and they know in advance what images could be online. And that's really good, you know, right? So everybody's on the same page, there's no surprises, um, and everybody feels comfortable. So that's usually like a really good thing to do with a couple who might be, you know, a little wary about being online. So the next one I would do, um, if they're worried about anything, is that Sometimes I get asked about advertisements, right? Advertising, marketing, how are their images going to be used? And again, I would say if any images were going to be used in advertisements or sold for stock photography, I'm going to get written permission from the clients that it's okay. So I do this out of a courtesy for them, 
even though I own in full perpetuity the copyright to my images, but I want them to know that I trust and I respect their privacy. You know, I want them to know that they can trust me, that I'm not going to be selling their images to iStock.com. I don't even know if that's real or Shutterfly or anything like that. Um, because I want them to know that I that they can trust me and I'm not there to make a buck off of their wedding photos. You know, I've been asked in the past if um if I would sell a sparkler exit shot for a card company and I turned it down. You know, it didn't feel right to me. It felt kind of icky and maybe I would have made some money, but I know that keeping my clients um wedding photos like more you know, to them and to the blog and Instagram was was really in their best interest for me. So, you know, that's that's my personal opinion, but yours might be different. So those are my things. So we're gonna compromise, we're gonna not put their posts, not put their names on the posts. We can use just use their initials. Um, they can have pre-approval or, you know, for anything that's going to be in the blog or submissions. Um, and if I was going to do any advertisements, I would reach out to them prior. I actually um, had a venue reach out to me to use a couple's photo for their advertisements, right? So that's like a little bit different situation. Um, and I was really excited about that because I love this venue. So I emailed the couple and I said, hey, your wedding venue wants to use one of your wedding images for their um, a magazine advertisement. It'll be in print. And they were totally for it. I said, I'm not getting paid. It's free. Um, so I'm not making any money off of you. And, and they were really excited about it. And they loved it. So I think every situation is different. But if you have a really good open communication with your couple and your client, I think they're really going to be on board with that sort of stuff. So let's say that they're not, right? <laughs> let's say, um, you know, they are a celebrity or they just don't want anything online. They're very, you know, private, we'll say. Well, my last tip is, you know, kind of a hard one to hear, but I think, you know, if you're in business to make money and you have to charge for it, you know, they have uh, NDA, NDNAs for a reason, um, and you need one too. So if the couple is adamant about not having any images whatsoever online, you know, and they don't want to compromise with you, you know, at, but and they still want to hire you, right? They still love you. They still want to go forward. Well, you have to charge for it. You have to charge to keep their photos offline. And, you know, you might say, why? Why, why would, you know, I can't charge them more? Well, of course, yes, you can. Of course you can. Because... It's for the potential loss of income that you are you might accrue because you can't use your photos online to showcase your work, to get new clients, to share with the vendors, right? Because the vendors won't be able to use them either. You know, you won't be able, you won't be getting that potential referral and that re potential new income. And that's a big deal. So you need to charge for it. I personally have not had to do this because in my, you know, we've compromised to make a really good agreement and a really good understanding between myself and the couple. But I definitely have um, friends that have um, this service and they've done it before. Uh, one of them calls it her black label option and she charges them like $2,000 more to keep the photos offline. And you know what? They paid for it because that's what they wanted. So people are willing to pay for the privacy. So don't feel bad. Um, that you, that you asked for it or that you're charging for it. And you know what? If they walk away, 
consider it, you know, look, not everybody's going to be your cup of tea, (laughs) no pun intended, but they weren't the ones for you. So you have to just look at it that way. Like they made a decision, you made a decision. They're both not, you know, not going to work together. That's okay. But then you have the client that wants to work with you and they're going to pay sort of that black label option to keep it offline if that's what they really want. So, you know, that's really my, that's my advice and that's how I feel and that's how I would handle it and that's how um, the advice I gave to um, my user in my group. And I, I think it was very helpful. I think she booked the client. They made a good compromise and I was really glad I could help her out. So the final step, which I think is really important, and before you do anything, uh, before you even shoot the event or share the images, is make sure you've worked everything out, you have it all in writing, and you've added it to your contract. Um, that You've made a notation either in writing or you've printed out a new page and everybody signed it. So there's no question at the end of the day, um, and you don't get in trouble and they don't, you know, aren't mad at you, for sharing an image that they weren't, um, they didn't want you to share. So, you know, have everybody sign it, move forward. Um, transparency is best. Um, keeping your client happy, uh, keeping them top of mind is really important. And, you know, keeping their trust is what you want because hopefully they're going to send you a lot of referrals and they're going to rave about you. And, you know, doing that is going to be really, really awesome. So I hope you guys found this helpful. Um, I would love to hear from you. I absolutely love getting your DMs, your messages um, that you guys are loving to with Janae. And this is just another way to bring the Instagram with my podcast. So I hope you guys are here for it because I know that I am. you guys thanks so much for listening i know it's a little bit different me doing it all by myself but i'm i'm glad you guys are liking it and i love your comments i love getting your dms i love that i'm helping you and that really makes my heart happy so don't forget to say hello on instagram send me a dm join the facebook group visit us at www.tbjanae.com and let us know what you guys think So I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye, you guys.